Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, all you cats and kittens, Adam Ray here. Oh boy, what an episode today. It's just me, solo, breaking it down, keeping it real, doing it up. Fuck, I don't know. It just, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm constantly now talking like a dad who's trying to fit in at a kid's birthday party. Not mad about it. Um, I got a lot of shows coming up. Ooh. This weekend, Escondido, California. Come out and see your boy at the Grand Comedy Club in Escondido, California, the 26th and 27th of August. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. And then the following week, Labor Day, Tempe Improv, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Come out and see me, Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. It's where it all started, baby. My first time headlining was at this club, and I love it so much. Come out and see me. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. September 4th, we had to cancel the Sunday show because I'm going to the Emmys, baby. Woo! Pam and Tommy's nominated for 10 statues. Hopefully we get at least one. And yes, I am throwing myself into that mix. I will be rushing the stage. Price is right style if we win. Um, So look out for that. Uh, (laughs) Set your DVRs for the Emmys. I might be on the stage with a couple drinks inside me and a statue in my hand. Um... Or in my pants. Uh, and then September 8th through the 10th, I'll be in uh, Kansas City at the Comedy Club of KC. Uh, love that room. Uh, come out and see me in Kansas City. Got some special surprises planned. September 8th through the 10th, come out and see your boy. September 17th, I got two shows at the House of Comedy in Detroit, Michigan. Come out and see me September 17th. At the 18th, uh, I'll be in uh, Temecula doing a winery out there. All that information at adamraycomedy.com. And then Young Rock, we're right back to filming season three, which premieres on NBC on November 4th. Come out and see... Uh, me on your TV. Fuck when you when you set your DVRs for number. Okay. Um, enjoy today's episode. Make sure to uh, like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. Do it right there. There's a button right there. Click that. Subscribe so you can get the clips for the episodes, the full episodes. Instagram Adam Ray Comedy, Twitter Adam Ray Comedy. Go check out my specials live from Madison and live from San Francisco on my YouTube page. And, uh, and with that out of the way, it's time for the episode with me, Adam Ray. Let's do it. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. 
how are you adam right here sam over there on the ones and twos we uh we got a doozy today we got a doozy getting texts um i love when people say that we got a good one today oh boy we got we got the guy who invented baked beans coming in the guy who invented baked beans coming on the podcast i actually would love to talk to that guy i wish i ran a podcast that uh that featured people that don't get enough exposure, right? I think some would argue that uh, that actors, comedians are overexposed, right? Social media. There was a time when you didn't know what the fuck Kim Kardashian ate for lunch. You still don't, I guess, really. But if you're keeping up uh, with the Kardashians, you will see on TMZ or fucking her Instagram or... CNN even picks up a Kardashian headline. I remember there was something. I took a screenshot of it once. It was like, you know, Russia invades Ukraine. The world coming to an end. This fall on NBC. No, it was a crazy headline that definitely was worthy of uh, of a site that uh, is known for for the news. But right below it was like, Kim Kardashian unveils her new butt on the beach. She's injected... And so obviously I clicked on that first. And so it was like she took fat from her from her twat and put it in her butt and put it in her butt. I'm paraphrasing. She took fat from her neck and put it in her butt. She took she took fat from somewhere and put it in her butt. I didn't know you could do that. Just the same way when I was ten and my buddy's dad was eighty. I don't know you could do that. I don't know you could hit seventy and go, I'm gonna start a family. That being said, I have watched a few episodes of the Kardashians on a plane. I've watched some of the new Hulu show. It's not great. You watch it for the same reasons you watch a car accident. You go, I don't know when I'm going to get to see this again. There's probably a better example than that. I used to say the Kardashians are kind of like hockey for me. I got to see it live. You know, can't watch hockey on TV. Didn't grow up with the team, so have no real affiliation on that front. Um... But it's like hockey, the fights live make the sport, right? The excitement, it's all on the ice. With the Kardashians, same shit. If, you know, I saw them at a Starbucks and, and you know, they were getting into a fight and, you know, Kim K's like, you know, to Caitlyn, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, Caitlyn. I'm going through, I'm having guy issues. And he's like, what do you mean? I don't know. I used to be one, right? Then I'd be like, I might order a fucking another set of egg bites and sit down and watch to see how this unfolds. I digress. Do you guys ever uh, you guys ever poop? You guys ever sit down to take a poop? This is what I want to open today's show with. Poop talk. Uh, we all do it. We've all had good days and bad days involving poop. We've all had those days where you go, man, I feel like I truly emptied a version of me into the toilet that hopefully we'll never see the light of day again based on... Um, you know, based on what you did the night prior, based on what you're about to do. Maybe uh, you had some bad tacos or some good tequila or um, or maybe you don't remember. That uh, That's always scary when you wake up and something just goes right through you and you're like, poof. It's almost like when um, you see your dog eat something, but the tail end of it, and he, he or she looks up at you and is, is like, and just like the last bit, and they're like, mm, and you're like, fuck. I don't know if you ate a button or a fucking weed brownie. Um, but you're chomping and licking your lips like you did both. Um, and I can't go for that. Who sings that, Sam? Hollow Notes. 
Um, I went to a Hall & Oates show once, a little tangent here, in San Diego. And uh, and this girl, we're at the show. We were definitely the youngest people there. Hall & Oates crowd is like, the mean age is like 59, 70. It's up there. And we were dancing and enjoying our seats and enjoying the music. Hall & Oates fucking slaps. They bring the heat. Maneater, I can't go for that. Your, your kiss, because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. Because your kiss, your kiss is what I miss. Because your kiss is on I miss. And I turn out the lights. However it fucking goes, they were bringing the heat, dude. And we were just, we were all here for it. And it was outdoors. Daryl Hall and John Oates, I think. Uh... Not sure which is which. I think Daryl Hall is the one with glasses and the big uh, Lebowski haircut. He is the dad you wish you had. And that should be his fucking, on his business card. That guy just rips it. He was wearing a, you know, I think a Hawaiian Tommy Bahama, you know, combo shirt. Three buttons down. Two doors open. Zipper down. Fucking, you know, if he could have had assless chaps underneath his uh, acid wash jeans. The guy was just... The action figure you don't you don't think about buying. You just buy it in the first in the first go around at the toy store. So they weren't a fan of us dancing. And there's a guy behind me at one point. He just goes, "Will you sit down?" And I turn around and go, "Excuse me, sir, but I pay for these seats just like you. And if I want to dance to Maneater, I'm going to dance to Maneater." And then he goes, "Well, I can't see." And I go, "That sounds like a personal problem." Which shout out to my mom, Puddin'. That's one of her famous lines whenever you're complaining about something. She goes, sounds like a personal problem, which is a great fucking comeback. That guy didn't like it. And uh, and he kicked me in the middle of my back. He kicked me. No, he didn't. But he, um, <laughs> he it felt like he was going to do something. You know when you get into a scuffle and then you turn back to the show or, you know, whatever. If you're on an airplane and you turn back and you fucking stop pushing my seat, right? Which I've had people do to me. When I'm poking on the, uh, we talked about that with Sickler on the episode when I was hitting the TV apparently on the seat in front of me a little too hard for his his liking. And he turned around and then he had to go back to his TV. It's like, you're right there. So I turned back anticipating some, some uh, retaliation on his part. A kick to the back. I thought, I thought even maybe like a drink. He looked like a guy that would go or even like, you know, pretend to, you know, spill his popcorn, but like onto me. That seemed more his speed. Which I wouldn't have said anything. Maybe I would have. Maybe I would have been like, you fucking... You got the nerve to throw popcorn at me. So, you ever sit down to take a poop and you don't check for the TP first. You're already settled in and and you're just trusting that everything is where it should be. And again, this is one of those poops where you're like, wish I was at home. Wish I was at home because I'd hop right in the shower. And uh, you don't have that luxury, you know? You're like, hey, man, I didn't want to stop at this Dairy Queen, but I'm in fucking Barstow. And when you go into Vegas, for some reason, there's like nine homes, two gas stations, 12 meth heads, and a Dairy Queen. And they usually don't have blizzards. I was at the Barstow Dairy Queen once, not to brag, and I'm in line, and I hear a guy in front of me say, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And why he said that was the cashier said, we're all out of blizzards to the guy that was at the register. He was he was in line. Three guys deep was, you got to be fucking kidding me. And uh, 
and he was pissed because they were out of blizzards. And if you're at DQ and you're not getting a blizzard, what the fuck are you doing there? Who's ever said, can I get a cheeseburger at Dairy Queen? That's dangerous. I can't go for that, Hall and Oates style. You know what I can go for? An Oreo cookie blizzard. You gotta be fucking kidding me. He goes, we're all the blizzards, he said. He announced it to the crowd. He said it to the guy in front of him, and then he announced it to the crowd. And this guy was furious. And then he said, and I quote, just kidding. Oh, I'm in the back applauding. The guy who goes, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He goes, why would you say that? Why would you even joke about that? That's why people come here. We're in the middle of a fucking desert. You fucking have the dirt, the nerve, the derv and the nerve to fucking say that you guys ran out of blizzards, that the blizzard machine is down, that the blizzard machine is down. It's why you gotta, it's why you gotta make the stops. Stop and smell the roses, stop and get the blizzards. So I'm taking a poop and I reach down, no teepee, no teepee. We're coming out of a pandemic where that's all we wanted was teepee. Remember when things shut down and they were like, get to the stores, grab all the deodorant, granola bars, and toilet paper you can because it's going to be a shit fest, baby. You've heard of Woodstock 99. Get ready for Diarrhea Fest 2020. I don't know. I don't know what people were eating during COVID to where everyone was just like, I'm going to, yeah, that's all I'm going to be doing is shit. They made it sound like you called up a friend. And you're like, how's COVID been? Can't stop pooping, man. Left and right. Thank God I went to the store and bought toilet paper for the next 40 years. Also, it definitely did make everyone take a look in the mirror and go, which t-shirts can you do without? Toilet paper became a hot commodity. It became something that was truly a necessity. And once it was put out there on the news, that like, and every grocery store is running low on teepee. They almost tricked us into thinking we needed it. You're fine with a couple rolls, not for the year, but but again, because it was scarce and became something that everyone was fighting over, I definitely looked through the closet was like, all right, what shirt did I get from a comedy club or a fucking basketball game or some sort of PTA potluck giveaway where I'm like, I'm never going to wear that, but I might wipe with it, but I might wipe with it. Did I do that? I don't know. Yeah. I just saw it today on Instagram that a couple got engaged and their uh, plan was to go to Italy and take engagement photos and uh, go to Italy and stand on the Amalfi Coast and wave to George Clooney's house and have a have a meatball marinara sandwich with a side of pastrami cheese. I haven't fucking been to Italy, but I have actually, but I was very drunk and I was very young and drunk plus young equals... What did we do? So uh, this couple went to the Olive Garden to take their engagement photos. And I stand up and I applaud you. I applaud your moves, guy and girl who did that. Because uh, it's beautiful that you were resourceful and poor and you let it all shine through. Also, I love that move because engagement photos are tough. Like, I think Brett Ernst has a great... A uh, bit about standing in the you always do shit you'd never do that you've never done as a couple standing in like the fucking in the woods holding hands looking at a mountain <laughs> from the and the photos from behind you no you didn't he's like we've never done that we're not gonna do that um but this couple 
was at the Olive Garden, and it looks like an Italian. The Olive Garden, to their credit, built their restaurant, uh, the 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 blueprint. You know, it's it's Italian esque. It definitely there's a vibe. You pull up and you're like, wait a second, are we in fucking Rome? No, you're in Burbank. But they did a good job to dress the part. You audition for a cop show, dress the part, baby. You know, button up, maybe a jacket, do your hair. If you want to take engagement photos in Italy and you go to the Olive Garden, guess what? There, it's gonna look, it's gonna look like a version of Italy. Maybe not the version of Italy you wanted to go to, but it's there. I did think about uh, postmating some Olive Garden recently, but I'm not a fucking psycho. No, I I definitely was high enough though, and I've heard rumor has it rumor control extra extra. I used to love that. That was my favorite segment. Shout out to Carissa Thompson, Thompson uh, at Fox NFL now Amazon NFL uh, uh, host personality. She's a beast. She's coming on the pod soon. She's a sweetheart. She um, she was on extra for a long time, and I loved the extra extra rumor control. They'd provide you with rumors that were clearly not true, and then they'd confirm or deny them. As if, like, they had the hot scoop. It'd be like, extra, extra, extra. Was Jeff Bridges seen fucking trying to suck his own dick in a Cheesecake Factory bathroom? Our extra rumor control team got to the bottom of this and... Junk. No, he was not. Boom, with, like, a big no stamp. Was Dr- uh, Drake and Josh, the TV show, was Drake... What's his name? Drake Bell? Drake, Josh Bell? Josh Peck. Was Josh Peck seen at a 24-hour fitness trying to suck his own dick? Our extra rumor control got to the bottom of this and... No, he was not. No, he wasn't. And then you're like, whoa, thank God extra was there. Thank God. Hey, I... First of all, you know, if I had heard that news story, I would have been like, this can't be true, but maybe it is. And extra was like, hey, hold that thought. We'll confirm this or deny it. Also... It was never true to begin with. We made it up because we were short on news. But because you're a fucking idiot, you believe anything we say. Remember when pregnancy tests were just a plus and a minus? Now it's just pregnant. It just tells you. That's how stupid we are now. That's how fucking stupid we are. We saw the plus and we're like, what is this, the SATs? What's it all the math? Plus, minus. What does it mean? Plus a kid or my life is in the plus now because I don't have a kid. Now it just says pregnant. <clears throat> you can't have an ugly baby. You can have an ugly baby. Not all babies are cute. Bam. You can have an ugly baby. Do you want an ugly baby? I don't know. Probably not. But are all babies cute? Yeah, (laughs) to a certain extent. Do you want to look at all the babies? Fuck no. I saw a baby once that looked like it was 80, an 80 baby. And that baby looked like it ate a baby and absorbed its soul and became 80. Now, I'm not going to say which one of my friend's babies that is because that baby has grown up now. But there will come a time when I'm cool enough with my friend's kid to where I'll, you know, when they're firing back at me, you know, here's fun Uncle Adam, right? And they know I'm a comedian, right? I'm doing this, so I have more grounds to kind of 
make jabs back and forth. There's a time and a place. Then, yeah, I'll probably, you know, shoot a truth dart to his heart and be like, hey, remember you as a baby? Man, I do. Every time I saw you, I puked in my mouth. And he'd be like, oh, fuck you, that ain't true. Yeah, it is. Every time. Hey, guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. And I'm sitting down because I got some big news. Usually I'm standing up to do comedy, but I'm sitting down now because I got the deal of a lifetime. First of all, sitting is bad for you. We all know that. Whether we're sitting on planes or sitting on a beanbag chair watching porn in front of our kids, there's just too much damage you do on the body. Thankfully, Axion has come up with a chair that allows your pelvis to move the way it does while you walk. So all 33 vertebrae align into perfect posture. The result, better breathing, better blood flow, and relief from the pain. It's crazy what you can do when you set your body to do it. Now, these guys are homies of mine. My buddy Dennis uh, worked with the Clippers as their doctor for 27 years. He runs a wellness center called Peak Wellness. He's a fucking gangster and has uh, saved me from surgery numerous times. Uh, I actually met Justin Bieber at his place. Um, and uh, and I was in my boxers getting cupping done, and Bieber and I locked eyes, and I was like, this is how we were supposed to meet. And Bieber smiled, and I never saw him again. Um, but uh, this chair is a game changer. It's changed the way I live. It's changed the way I breathe, the way I sit. And you guys right now can get that chair for 25% off uh, using the promo code ALN25 at all33.com. Go to all33.com and use promo code ALN25 for 25% off this chair. It's incredible. You got to get it. It's the only chair out there to get. We will be getting them for the studio, but don't take my word for it. Check out this video. At All33, we've always pushed to reimagine the way we work. That's why we designed our revolutionary sit-in-motion technology to help people perform and feel their best. Then all of a sudden, the whole world was free to rethink how we work and especially where we work. And as Americans came home, so did we. We approached the design of our chairs with a person and planet-first mindset. That's why we chose to build them here in the United States. Manufacturing in the U.S. means we're able to have eyes on every step of the process. From material sourcing, to part production, to testing, even shipping. And we're able to recycle materials, use less energy, and reduce our carbon footprint. We've built the healthiest chairs you will ever sit in to keep you and the world moving. Because movement makes things happen. Seattle, thanks for coming out to the shows this past weekend. What a treat. Hometown shows. Seattle, I love you. You came, you saw, you laughed, you loved. couple of you got real sauced up and crazy. People came on stage. That was weird. But the shows were awesome. Saw a lot of homies and friends and family. Uh, four out of the... Uh, I'm sorry, three out of the four shows were sold out, which always feels good. My mom and stepdad and dad came to one of the shows. Never had mom and dad at the same show. Biological dad and mom. Never had both at the same show. Very cool. Didn't, like, get super emotional about it or cry. <laughs> uh, 
But, you know, you caught those things. You go, oh, this is cool. And a, uh, a great show that one was for them to, uh, to be at. Um, Laughs Comedy Club, shout out to them. They do things right. Seattle's a great comedy city. People uh, come out to laugh. They get it. They're open-minded. They're also down for the edgy. There's a great bar across the street that we sing karaoke at after. Sandy Danto, who came to feature for me. Shout out to, to Sandy Danto, a.k.a. Ronnie Breakfast. He, uh, he crushed. He does this karaoke song. I've posted it before. It's a Spanish song. It's an act, I think he has a Spanish version of the song, uh, and it's phenomenal. I sang a little uh, Alanis Ironic, and uh, good times all around. Um, maybe I can actually find the clips. Here we go. Let's find the clips. I want to find... Da, 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 da. Oh, fuck, I'm not going to find it. Let's see. Karaoke. I got two... Oh, man. Maybe I sent Sandy one? Did I send him one? Wait, here we go. Nope. 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 Yeah, here we go. Here's Sandy singing. Ready? Took his jacket off right there, and he was—he revealed a uh, sleeveless uh, vest. Sandy is a beacon of fashion. If you haven't seen him live, he brings the heat on stage. He now wears these like nine hundred dollar Goodwill suits. Nine hundred dollars, original value. Goodwill marks it down. Um, Sandy just became a a real uh, thrifty thrift shopper. As far as like knowing the ins and outs, every city he finds a new thrift shop and uh, and finds an outfit for the show, and it's uh, it's brilliant. That's why I want to make a show for him called Goodwill Hunting, uh, where Sandy tries to find an outfit at a thrift shop. The characters at the thrift stores are just like the characters anywhere you go. Every job has people where you're like, who's that guy? You know, fucking Melrose Podcast Studio, Ari Manis. Everyone's like, fucking, did that guy touch me when I was a kid? So... Um, <laughs> Love you, Ari. Uh, shave the stash. But um, Seattle has one of those things that, uh, that that some cities don't and wish they did, which is like most things. Sports, culture, food, arts, theater. 80-year-old babies. Um, love going home. Could have stayed there forever. Had a great episode of the podcast with Jerry Depoto, the uh, Seattle Mariners general manager. Might be a little inside baseball for some of you, but... I know the sports episodes sometimes are uh, just a little bit over your head. But, you know, I like to mix it up and keep it fresh. And when you get opportunities to talk to certain people, you take advantage of that. And this guy has built a an amazing team. It's a fascinating job, first of all. And we did a good job of, of not just talking inside baseball to where, you know, getting his backstory in the sport and how he became who he is and what he does and how he does it. Fascinating. And so much baseball stuff that uh, – is really interesting. They have a pitching machine that they can program with data so that you can do mock at bats with the pitchers you're going to face the next day. Fucking crazy, like robo pitchers. Um, that being said, a lot of fun. Uh, nieces, nephews, kicked it with them. Um, took it to my buddy Sam Galanti's house. Shout out to Sam. Went to his pool, went on the boat. My nephew wanted to go on the boat so bad. 
And then we got on and he was terrified. And uh, and I was like, bro, this was your fucking idea. He was like, I want to get off. And I was like, suck it up. You know, and I gave him some chips and he, he thought he was going to fly out. And then we showed him Russell Wilson's old house in the water. He wasn't really impressed. <laughs> At eight, he was like, I thought it was going to be bigger. I was like, God, I wish Russell Wilson was here to hear you say that. Uh, and then we got him in the pool and put a life jacket on him so we can go in the deep end, which is the move. You got to do that. The kid's doing backflips off, uh, off the diving board. And uh, my buddy's, uh, um, the gal that works at his house, super sweet, used to be their nanny, now it's like the house manager, gave us bags of jelly beans on the way out. I mean, this is like, it made me think of the gift bags that Derek Jeter gave the, uh, the gals that he spent time with. You know, he gave them like signed, ba- no, not signed baseballs. He gave them like a, an iPad or a fucking gift card to fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. He gave them something cool. Something that they were like, oh shit, I fucking... <laughs> Cut the buckle, man. I get a, a goodie bag. Great move. But it's got to be a nice goodie bag. You can't be the guy that sends people out with goodie bags after a night with you, and it's a bad goodie bag. If Derek Jeter was giving out, like, you know, mini bags of Cheez-Its and yo-yos and fucking, I don't know, used con- or fucking, I don't uh, you know, a DVD player, stuff you don't need, then, yeah, you probably, you don't go back, A, and you don't talk about them. And you shift your story, even if it was the best sex ever. You're like, no, his dick was so small, I thought it was a vagina. And you're like, yikes, that's a bad story to have attached to such a great player. And then they're like, well, why'd you, you know, in an interview, why'd you say that about Derek? Because he gave me cheese that's on the way out. But uh, we got jelly beans leaving uh, my buddy's house. And my nephew and nieces were in the back while I'm driving, trading jelly beans. It's the cutest shit ever. They were like, I'll give you a popcorn for a root beer for a... Fucking lemon lime for a, you know. And that's that's why being a kid's great. Because you can just, every moment there's an opportunity to be a kid. And you got to seize that. Trading jelly beans. Fucking find me an adult that gets a bag of jelly beans with another adult that has a bag of jelly beans. And any thought in their head is, let's trade flavors. If you are, and there, those people do exist. And guess what? If you're in comedy, more often than not, you do have a child like sensibility to where that might be something fun to do but you know you grow up you become an adult and fucking you just start to get in your own way and suck the fun out of the room thanks for watching no i'm joking (laughs) fernando tatis let's talk about fernando tatis speaking of baseball this guy just got suspended for 80 games 80 games for uh violating the major league baseball's drug policy you can't you can't use certain substances. And Fernando Tatis, great baseball name. Certain names, you're just like, that guy's going to be a baseball player. Or like a world champion water skier, Fernando Tatis. You, you, you're, you're doing something cool. Fernando's a cool name. Tatis, you know. So he said he had a ringworm, and that's why he took the substance. He's like, I had a ringworm, baby. Jealous. And they... Uh, they were like, yeah, you don't usually take steroids for ringworm. And he was like, oh, my bad. He said he didn't know. He, by the way, he makes like 500 mil. He's like one of the best players in baseball. To not know what you're putting in your body at this point, it's just, we, we, that, we use that excuse. We're all, we don't got any more of those. All the leeway and fucking uh, understanding, we're all fresh out of that here at, uh, at People City. Uh, we don't sell that anymore. We're not buying it either. You got to come up with a better excuse or just apologize. 
ringworm, so specific, also very personal. Maybe he was hoping he'd be like, I have HPV of the tongue, and I took this substance to clear it up. It was tough for me to announce that even. So you should give me some brownie points for even being this vulnerable. Fuck that, Tatis. You lying prick. That's a hard stance. Now, he seems like a great guy, but I don't know, dude. A lot of the players and, and, and personnel on the Padres have come out and been like, he's a young kid. He just needs to take accountability. But this is like, I think he hurt his hand motorcycling uh, last year, a few years back. So clearly, like, you know, there's certain things you do as a teammate uh, or an employee in any job if you really give a shit. You just, you don't put yourself in harm's way. You try to, uh, you know, you try to keep yourself together before big moments especially if you're a baseball player and you're making all that money it's your job don't don't be doing things that are going to put you in an opportunity to to screw things up also kids look up to you i do remember the first time i was a kid and i remember like being disappointed by a, a baseball player i think it was well it was randy johnson i've talked about this when he screamed at me when i was trying to get an autograph Randy, I'm sure you're a good guy, but you screamed at me and several other kids. And hey, we are not over it. We are scarred from the inside out emotionally. The way that you screamed as a 6'10 man at a 5'6 boy was terrifying. It was terrifying. Then you drove away in your Ford Bronco with tiger stripes painted on the left and the right side. Vroom, 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 with a fuck you in your left hand. Looking in the rearview mirror as the kid screamed, ha, and the tire screamed, and you looked back with those devilish eyes that said, don't ever ask for a signature again, cause I'll scream at you. Monkeypox, who's got it? Who's got it? Raise your hand. Let's just get it out of the way. Come forward. It's like the lotto. If you win the fucking Mega Millions, step forward, show your face so that people have a chance to fucking Hunger Games you, take you out, and fucking, or, you know, at least just tell us who's got it, man. Let's not fuck, let's not beat around the bush on this. Come forward. Let's have to, uh, there should be a day where everyone just has to be on one Zoom and you get tested, like, or scanned. Maybe there's like one big scanner the way they have at the airport when you walk through and they're like, oh, you don't have a metal plate in your asshole. Or, hey, there's no cocaine in your backpack. Whatever they're checking with that. I never feel like it's... I. By the way, I feel like... Somebody put it in my head at some point that you're... you're get, you're get That those radiation machines are going to give you cancer. So literally, every time I walk through a thing, I just hear my... I, I hear my head as I walk through. I go, leukemia. As I walk through, I'm just like, I'm going to get some... I just got something. Was it worth this fucking flight to... to Des Moines, Iowa, fucking jump. I'm like, hey, I just felt a weird sharp pain in my head. Whatever, though. It's part of it. Got to play play the rules, play the game. TSA PreCheck is a game saver. Uh, I also got Clear. That's a game changer. Uh, time saver, game changer. That's what I meant to say. Um, if you don't have Clear and you fly all the time, figure that out. It's like nobody has it. So it's always like there's 19 employees standing there at Clear. <laughs> Way too many hands and eyes to do one job. And it's so quick. They're like, let's scan your eyes. That's also cool. The airport's so mundane and boring at this point. And they're like, you walk up, you feel like you're in a fucking Men in Black movie. They're like, please, let's scan your eyes. And you go, 
And then they're like, just do what your eyes are doing when you took the picture. And you're like, my bad. And like, again, I'm like, sorry, I was very baked when I took the picture that day. So I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> recreate the, uh, how, how dilated my pupils were, were. And so I was like, eh. And then it goes, Zhoom, and then your picture comes up. It's very cool. And they're quick. And then they, they draw something on your passport. Like a fuck, like, the, they, you know, <laughs> they literally could put anything. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. They do a mark on something and they have to mark. People in positions like that just have to mark stuff. So they're always like, okay, let's see, that. that's your name, and this is that, and fucking, you know, 69, you know, times 69 is, uh, you know. I don't know what it is, actually. And this is, uh, this is an embarrassing moment. I can't, I don't know what that is. And I don't even want to take the time to figure it out. And I'm okay with that. I stopped worrying about math a long time ago. The lengths I went to as a high schooler to figure out the things about math that I knew I'd never need is, uh, is just troubling. Mrs. Crowley, I'd go in at 6 a.m. every morning, senior year of high school, Shorecrest. Mrs. Crowley, can you help me get better at math? I want to ace these tests so I can get into a good college. She's like, there's no fucking chance. You're stupid with this stuff. She didn't say that. But she said it with her eyes, and I appreciate that about her. She had a lot of chutzpah, and she also was just like, she talked down on me, which is fine. I would raise my hand more often than not with the wrong answer, just because I was like, I haven't participated in a while, and I'm also talking and being distracting. I was trying to make jokes in math, but also I was just like, I remember saying at one point, when are we going to need the quadratic formula in life? Oof, she didn't like that. That's basically like asking Wolfgang Puck, why can't we get any ketchup? And he's like, because the flavor in the tea... The flavor in the burger has enough zest of its own. You don't need to dip it in its own. I don't know what he sounds like, but I did meet him once and I was drunk and I made a joke about his airport sandwiches and he didn't like it. Moving on. Monkey pox. Monkey pox. What do we do? Are we scared? Can we beat it? Is it going to turn into COVID too? The next batch. Hopefully not. Probably not. God, I just heard somebody say the other day, I miss COVID, dude. I watched every show. I had a lot of good times with my girl, and I miss COVID. Actually, I know it feels weird to say, I love COVID. I had a great time. Never got it. Had my taste the whole time, you know? Not only like my physical taste, I could taste my food, but my taste in like music and Movies definitely did not take a hit because I watched so much stuff that I actually broadened my horizons and f- added more palettes to my uh, to my taste to my taste, but more f- out of great COVID, you know. Learn how to ride the unicycle. There's nobody outside. Nobody was buying unicycles. Broke in, stole a unicycle. Taught myself how to unicycle. <laughs> Psych. No, I did though, and now I'm entering year five of grad school online that I took during COVID. Couldn't do that if I, if COVID didn't happen. Bought a laptop online. Couldn't do that because of COVID. Couldn't do that pre-COVID. Drove around, appreciated the city that I live in. Couldn't do that pre-COVID. Brushed my teeth twice a day. COVID, COVID made me more aware 
of my mind because I just you know I'd get real fucked up and just like stare at myself in the mirror and realize, whoa, you got some big ass fucking gums, Troy. You got some fucking bloody ass gums, man. You got to start fucking flossing. So I'd fucking floss and brush my teeth. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do that pre-COVID. Walk my dog. Oh yeah. That's all COVID, dude. COVID made me and my dog stronger, dude. And my goldfish. Shout out to my goldfish, fucking Tanner. I fucking I fucking sing to that dude every fucking night. Not too much, because I don't want to be fucking a fucking, you know. <laughs> I don't want to, you know. I ain't trying to fuck my goldfish. <laughs> but but we got cool. You know, we got cooler than cool. And he's all in that. He's in his fucking bowl just, you know, swimming around. And I'm like, dude, I love you, dog. I fucking love you, dog. You know, that's all COVID. COVID made me more aware of my surroundings and the people in my life that make life worth living. So, you know, not that we need another reason to reflect and have perspective, but it is what it is. Um, what are we at? 40 minutes. Great. That feels like a good stopping point. Uh, guys, a lot of tour dates coming up. <sighs> a lot of tour dates coming up. Uh San Diego, Dallas, um, Vegas, Arizona, Kansas City, North Carolina. And then I go uh, shoot Young Rock Season 3. It premieres in November, I think November 4th on NBC. Check that out. Vince McMahon's a big part of this season. Welcome to Chippendales premieres uh, in October on Hulu, um, as well as The School of Good and Evil, uh, Paul Feig's Netflix movie that I'm in. That comes out in October as well. Um... AdamRayComedy.com for all the merch and tour dates. AdamRayComedy on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me. I'm posting bullshit all the time. Um, and uh, and rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you can. Get out there. Share it. Tell one person, one person a week about the podcast, and you'll feel better because it feels good to give back. Doesn't it feel good to pay less? What's that? The pay less theme song. Who's this? Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Who's that? Diarrhea theme song, Pepto-Bismol. Last one, who's this? When the mountains turn blue, it's time to take a sip of nature's dripping brew. That's not a real commercial, but it's close to the Coors Light commercial that basically tells all those fucking dum-dums, hey, I know temperature and isn't feeling out hot and cold ain't one of your strong suits, so when you're melting into that fucking futon, Doug, Notice the mountains turning from gray to blue, and then it's sippy sip time, you fucking loser. Coors Light. Like a rock. All right, that's not Coors Light. That's fuck. What is that? That's um, Toyota Tacomas. It's a truck. Like a rock. I'm as strong as I can be. Like a rock. It's a guy driving a truck to the top of a mountain, and then he stands up and, like, takes a piss or, like, fucks his wife on the mountain. That should be the commercial, some car commercial. It's just like, you know, some really rough, intense song. You know, it's like when you are trying to figure out life's ups and downs, the tribulations and trials have become too much. Get into a four-door Honda Civic. <laughs> Drive to the top of the mountain and just let it swing out. Don't even wear pants. Drive it with your wiener. And she'll she'll think it's cool that you've got a two joysticks, and then get up to the top of that mountain and just and propose to her. 
Honda Civic, the cars, the the, the car that the it's a guy thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Hey man, sometimes you end the pod on a high note. Sometimes you just end the pod. Get out, everybody. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.